This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Yesterday, we told you about an invasion that did not happen, a prophecy of Western intelligence. They said Ukraine will be invaded on Wednesday. That did not happen, but something else did. The attack in Donbass. We have accessed a video clip. This is from Donetsk. It was shared on social media, and this is what it shows. Да, там, блин, я переживаю вообще. У меня ребенок в школе, блин. Февраля. Слышно, да? Всем слышно? Всем слышно, да? What you saw there was the sound of shelling. There was shelling in the Luhansk region too. Bombs fell on a school, a kindergarten. Let me show you those pictures. One of the walls has been completely destroyed. Thankfully, no one was hurt. But imagine the horror had there been children inside. Who is responsible for this? Ukraine is blaming Russian separatists for what happened here. So while Russia may not have invaded, has it intensified its proxy war? On Gravitas tonight, we'll discuss that. The focus clearly is on Donbass. Russian President Vladimir Putin has made a big charge. He says Ukraine has committed a genocide in Donbass. Russia says it has found mass graves in the region. Hundreds of Russian-speaking civilians have been buried. And that they died in Ukrainian shelling. Now, these charges are not new. They've been floating around for a while now. Last week, we heard something similar. A leader of a Russian separatist group made the same statement. He spoke of a genocide. What Russia is doing now is officially backing such claims. But do they have any proof? Well, nothing substantial so far. But voices of pro-Russian leaders in Donetsk are getting louder. Today, they accuse the Ukrainian forces of ceasefire violations. In the last 24 hours, the situation on the contact line has been exacerbated dramatically. The enemy is trying to escalate that conflict by the direct order of Kyiv military and political leadership. Again, there is no proof of this. So are we witnessing a Russian false flag operation? Is Moscow creating a pretext for an invasion? Ukraine is beefing up its border deployments. More guards are being stationed at the Ukraine-Belarus border. 9,000 Russian soldiers are in Belarus and they're conducting drills near the same border. And they're within striking distance of Kiev. Ukraine says the situation is stable as of now, but they do not want to take any chances. The situation at the border is stable and under control. We stepped up border defense. Due to the available data, we increased the number of troops at the border. We also deployed reaction groups to react immediately if the situation changes. What about Russia? It says it will end the exercises in Belarus on the 20th, as was announced earlier. And that's a good sign. But Russia is essentially sending mixed signals. No promises of a de-escalation, but some troop withdrawal. More troops are being pulled back from Crimea. Russian state press released some videos. 
but Washington is not convinced. It says Russia is not withdrawing soldiers. It is, in fact, sending more soldiers to the border. 7,000 more Russian soldiers have been deployed. This is what the U.S. has said. To be very, very clear, we have not seen that. In fact, we have seen the opposite. In recent weeks and even in recent days, more Russian forces, not fewer, are at the border. And they are moving, concerningly, into fighting positions. This is cause for profound concern. America says Russian troops are in fighting position. Europe agrees with that. They do not believe Russian claims of withdrawal. Defense ministers of NATO countries met again today. They said that Russia is spoiling for war and looking for a pretext to begin one. So we are concerned that uh, Russia is trying to stage a pretext for an armed attack against Ukraine. Um, it is still uh, uh, no clarity, no certainty about the Russian intentions. We don't uh, know what will happen, but what we do know is that Russia has amassed uh, the biggest uh, force we have seen in Europe for decades uh, in and around Ukraine. The crisis in Ukraine is breathing new life into NATO. After the fall of the Soviet Union, the alliance, the NATO alliance, found it hard to justify its existence. But now it is talking about expansion. NATO's military commanders have been given marching orders. Make plans for new combat units. That's what they've been told. These units will be stationed in two regions, Central and Southeastern Europe. They could be set up in four countries, Romania, Bulgaria, Hungary and Slovakia. How many new units are we talking about? How many is NATO planning? Four. They will have a total of 4,000 soldiers. France has already offered to lead one of these units in Romania. Now, NATO already has a sizable presence across Europe. There are four multinational combat units. They have some 5,000 troops. Officers from the United States, Germany, Canada and Britain are leading these units. Now, they're stationed in four countries, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia and Estonia. 5,000 troops might be a small number, but NATO has the option to dramatically scale up deployments if it decides to go to war. Even before this conflict began, the United States had 80,000 troops across Europe. They are stationed permanently on different bases. And these deployments are rotational, meaning America keeps switching the troops there. There is permanent American presence. But since this crisis began, the U.S. has shifted some troops closer to Ukraine. 4,700 troops have been deployed in Poland, plus an unspecified number of fighter jets. Poland is important because it shares a border with Ukraine, just like Romania. And American troops are in Romania too. Around 1,000 of them have been recently repositioned from Germany. Some 300 service members were also sent to Germany. Basically, NATO members are doing exactly what they're accusing Russia of doing, building troops. So NATO may say it won't join the war, but it's certainly preparing for one. The only problem is that Ukraine is not a NATO member. Ukraine's president wants to change that. Volodymyr Zelensky wants Ukraine to join the NATO. He says a NATO membership will guarantee Ukraine's security and that there is no other path for his country. Now that's one of the sticking points in the standoff. Is Ukraine's NATO ambition part of the problem or part of the solution? And what would a solution to this crisis look like? That's in our next story.